Welcome back to another episode on Take Flight Podcast. This week is with myself, Pabilo, who will be doing a very short Take Flight Takeaway with you. And if you've noticed, I haven't actually recorded uh, for some time now. I think it's coming on to two months, but it's for a very, very special uh, reason. And I think I mentioned that also on the last episode that we recorded. So since the last time I've recorded a Take Flight Takeaway, uh, my life has changed in a, in a most beautiful way um, again. Myself and my wife, we've been able to um, welcome our second boy into this world. So his name is Ayan Aziz Timbo, and he was born on the 26th of July. So today's episode, you know, is, is, a, is a personal one. Um, I, I want to sort of to share what it's been like for me as a father, us as a family, uh, because so much changes with the second child. It's as magical of an experience as the first child, but there's, a, there's so much that's different. Um, and I thought it would be, I thought the purpose of today's episode would be great and hopefully be a, you know, a point, a reference or a point of guidance for anyone who's planning to have, you know, children um, at some stage, especially planning to have more than one. Um, so I'll, I'll first start with 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 how I feel, you know, how it feels, um, how I'm feeling, right? Um, I think the first thing that, that sort of comes to mind or, or I feel is I just have children, right? I, I couldn't recommend recommend having children more, right? It's it, God, God willing, if you're able to, 100% plan for them. Um, I know my generation, we talk a lot about um, our career plan and building a career Um but but really, I th I think it's I think it's th there's no other event in your life that I think will bring the best out of you the way children do, right? I think if you want to feel true fulfillment, have children. If you want to feel what is what is truly like to be in service to others, have children. If if you want to, what I think personally, what it feels like to achieve the highest form of living, um, um, have children. And so it just it just brings the absolute best out of you. Um, and so that, that's kind of the first thing that I feel and, and, and sort of wanted to share and open up with. But I think what I'd say is ever since ever since Ayan was born, I've I've felt the deepest sense of gratitude. Because firstly, you know, you take a step back and you say, first of all, if you are healthy as an individual, that's something that you can't put a price on. But once you've been gifted with a healthy family, right? So it's four of us now. That there's nothing. It's very it's very difficult to find the words to describe how that feels. And I think for the listeners, one of the things that you have to keep in mind is that. For every day for about nine months, something could go wrong with either the mum or the baby. So when you are progressing really well um, throughout the process or the pregnancy, your wife reaches full term, it's a huge blessing and you're just super thankful and, and grateful. When you have a successful birth, that's another you know milestone where you're extremely thankful and grateful. Um, and then, you know, the checks have been great along the way. And then when your baby's you know, when your baby's born and you go through the checks and everything turns out to be 100% healthy, um, it's the third and, and final ultimate um, blessing. So it's really, really, you know, I, I, you know, I've more than ever in my life before a real sense of, of gratitude um, and just being thankful for what I've been given. I will feel um, lucky because I get this once in a lifetime opportunity to raise babies into toddlers um, and then into teenagers and then into men, right? You know, I remember when my wife, uh, you know, revealed to me that we we're going to be having a boy, um, sat with me for a few days. And, and I think the one thing that hit me is I realized I've been given the opportunity to raise two men. Um, and that's and that's a lucky, lucky, lucky opportunity to, to, to sort of be in. So I feel extremely, extremely lucky. The other thing I feel is I feel like I have everything that I could have ever wanted. Um, and everything, everything that I 
receive now in life, whatever it may be, is just a bonus on top. Um, because, I, and I remember saying to my wife very, very clearly, I said, when, when God gives you as much as he has given us, all you can do at this point is just return it back to the world, right? And so you just need to give love back to other people. You need to help people in different ways, whatever it may be, sharing advice, sharing my experience here, because you just, you're in a position where, especially with the second child, more so than I felt with, 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 with Karen, I've been, I have everything that I've ever wanted. Um, I've been given everything and I, and I feel this, this real sense of duty that I have to give uh, back in more ways than one. Um, so, so that those are sort of, if you know, some of the strong feelings um, that I felt, you know, over the last uh, two months, and I'm, I'm also still still feeling as well. At the same time, I've also felt an enormous amount of of responsibility, uh, like positive pressure, to ensure that I and my wife create a really successful and and prosperous environment for the kids to thrive in. Right? I I remember vividly, and I'll share this personally. The day, um, you know. Lauren and, and Ayan came home. I remember sitting on the sofa and I was, you know, relearning what it was like to hold a, a newborn again, holding Ayan. Karen was now, you know, playing playing in front of me. Um, and at one point, I remember looking out in the window. It was, the weather was great and it, and it hit me. And, and I said to myself, what my wife and I do, what we say, how we feel, shapes the way that these kids grow up. Uh, it shapes their environment. Um, and everything that they experience moving forward is based on our vision, what plan we put together, our work ethic. So I, I really felt this sort of, you know, it was it was pressure, but I think in a more positive way, there's no margin for error. You really have to get whatever you're doing right because these kids are ultimately, there's no other place they're going to look for, for guidance. You are the parents and, and, and it's, it's on you guys. So it's it was it's um and that's something that i i i naturally feel even today but very much so within the first couple of days of also everyone um being home um and i think with, with the first child maybe just to do a quick comparison you know it, it was very much oh my god i can't believe it i'm a dad you know everyone look at my baby there's tons of pictures um you know you're posting you can't wait to tell everyone and with the second one you still have those same elements and feelings but i think me at least as, as as the father as the man i i went into this deeper sense of okay what's the plan how do we ensure that we curate a perfect um or or close to perfect environment for the kids what's next you know what are the real building blocks um more so than i did with the first one right and and what do we do to ensure that they can really they can really thrive so yeah so so that's those are those are the feelings those are sort of the the strong feelings that i've that i felt and what i also wanted to do is is very openly and, and honestly share with you I think what makes having a second child challenging, and and I and I have I remember my my mother and and, and seniors and and mentors that of mine said to me even before I had my um, first child, the second child is a real game changer, and and they say, you know, because at that point no one's hands are free, but you never really know until you actually have your second child. You think, oh yeah, okay, well, you know, is uh, is people always say things are hard, but I I can I can triumph and I can you know. Um, but it takes. It, there's a lot of adjusting that is required, um, and, and I'll share with you a little bit as to as to what what makes it, I think, challenging. At least from my own personal experience. Um, just a bit of context. Um, so, so Karim is is homeschooled. So he's with us twenty four seven. So from the moment I wake up to the moment I sleep, you know, he's with us, um, and and that's sort of his his development program. 
um, as we speak. So you, so there are great benefits to that, but also there are drawbacks at that time. So that just gives you a perspective in terms of just how full on it, it is for us as parents. But I think I think one of the the obvious challenges that starts to become apparent is as you're leading up to having your second child, what you don't appreciate until it's actually until everything changes is that you actually have the perfect rhythm with the first child. When he sleeps, when you have time for yourself, when you have time sort of with your wife, um, someone's hands are always free. Um, and and you've, you've kind of figured that out. And then when the second child arrives, all of that work that you've worked on, you know, however many years that the first child is, goes out the window. You've got to literally start from scratch and you've got to literally start all over again in terms of what's the best rhythm for us as a family. Because it's a change not only for you as a father, also the wife and also your, your first child, which I'll talk a little bit about. Um, so that's the thing that that you, you you know, you with all this experience of having your, your first child, you know, you've got to start from scratch, a blank piece of paper, and you kind of have to just sort of, you know, in the beginning, go with the flow. Um, and that takes some doing, right? Um, I think, and the reason why that's tough is for someone like myself who wears multiple hats, you know, you're constantly thinking about how do you best divide your time between between your, you know, your career that's going on. You've got your business also, your wife, your first child, your baby. And so I live and die by my routine, right? And it's what allows me to be successful. So to be in a position where there is no routine, which you knew going into it, but you actually can't use the routine that you had with the first child at all, that, that becomes something that you're constantly wrestling with your mind mentally. Um, and, and I'll come on to a little bit in terms of, um, some suggestions and tips as to sort of how to sort of get around that but yeah you, you, you sleep in pockets for the first few weeks um, everyone knows I like to be up between 4 and 4 30 uh, that's out the window uh, you wake up you know when the baby cries you know your wife is up you and you, you think you're the first one up and you realize your wife's been up longer than you um, you know you, you're not you don't you should not definitely don't check the time or the clock when you wake up because otherwise you go crazy Whenever, you're, whenever you can, you try and find 10 and 15 minutes nap as a power nap. Um, so there's, there's absolutely no routine. Um, and that's, that's very difficult to, to swallow and accept. Um, the other thing that is, is quite um, interesting, it's, it's, it's quite interesting, it's a bit of a challenge, is because I actually spent more time with my first child, Karen, than a yarn, because it was very important in terms of how he is, it was very important to understand how he feels in this process. Um, and I give my wife a lot of credit for that because she did brief me weeks before a yarn. She said to me, we really have to pay attention to how Karen feels, how he's behaving. Um, and why that's challenging is because as you can imagine, you're thinking as you have a second child coming into this world, you're going to be spending a lot of time with that second child. And honestly, there were days where I may have actually held a yarn once for a few minutes and the rest of the day, I have to spend it with Karen because his behavior is obviously very, very important to us as a family, how he feels, knowing that he's, he's loved even more, you know, than before. He's part of, of, of this family. And, and I've been, you know, Karen, when you're old enough and you can understand and you listen to this episode, I have to thank you a lot for just your, um, how you've been, right? You've been just an incredible uh, role model and big brother already at the age of uh, two and three. So it was very, very important to, to spend time with the first child and that's something that you don't necessarily think about or I thought about or would be the case actually when um you know coming into it um what, what I think what else makes it challenging or, or you have to kind of get to grips with is I think 
at least for me, is from the moment you wake up to the moment you sleep, you're in constant service to your family, right? So you're making sure everybody has what they need when they need it. Um, and that's where I think the real work comes into play. You don't really get a moment's rest. It's very, very meaningful work, but you, but it's understanding quickly. And I, and I kind of wish I knew this before, but that's just how life works is that, um, you, you, you know, those breaks that you're looking for don't come right. You know, you just have to keep going. You have to keep servicing your family. And in the end, it's what, it's what creates the success when you look back. But that's, I think, you know, what adds to, to sort of the challenge. And also if you can combine the fact that at least for me, I, you know, I always wanted to make sure that my wife is not doing anything she doesn't need to be doing. Right. So while she's recovering and she's spending time with Ayan, um, I'm then, you know, the one that's actually managing and, and, and keeping everything around the house as, as it needs to be, making sure every making sure that the apartment is clean, making sure the foods are ready, lunch, dinner, uh, breakfast on time, you know, things of that nature. So so that just gives you, a, a, you know, some sense as to sort of the adjustment. We're only I'm only two months um, in. There are going to be a lot more challenges and opportunities that are going to be coming on the horizon. Um, but this just gives you a sense as to, you know, why, what's the adjustment, where the adjustment is, um, why it's sort of real, real hard work than ever than ever before. It's nothing like the first child. I think looking back now, the first child feels like a honeymoon. Um, the second child is is the second child because it's the second child and it's four of you, right? So it's this it's this real sort of sense of work that you have to put forth uh, to make sure that you just continue um, to have a great experience as a family. And yeah, I think I think that's the, the the honest perspective on it. You'll be tested, but having said all of that, having having said you know having spoken about those challenges, having spoken about what makes it difficult, I've always said to my wife, I would rather two babies, two children crying in the middle of the night at two, three, four a.m. than no children crying at all. I would rather a yarn, us figuring out why a yarn is still crying, we've given him everything, than no second child at all. You know, I'd rather carry him struggling to adapt to what's going on than no first child at all, right? So you you get, in the end, you know, it's just, you know, you, you it's it's work, you'll be tested mentally, but it's 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 in the end, it's the most fulfilling and, and rewarding and meaningful work I think there is out there. Um, so just a couple of tips, just to end with a couple of tips to sort of consider that I've learned through going through this process. Um, and I'm still going through, and I just wanted to openly share uh this. I think the very first thing um that I, you know, this is also to myself and also to others listening, is to be patient at the fact that your life is changing in a massive way, right? I said to myself at one point, did you really think that you was going to continue with a perfect routine as you have done so far? No, right? Even if you're a high performer, you're an ambitious person, you have to be patient at the fact that your life is changing. The second thing is, um, and this is something which looking back now is everything. Um, I wish, and this is why I think this is what really created the, the, the real work or the sense that there was so much to do from the moment I woke up to the moment I slept. I said to my wife, before we have a third, fourth and fifth child, sixth child, however many children we want to have next, we will have a cleaner, a cook and a driver in place to make sure that our, my time is freed up um, as a man so I can actually then focus on my, my children, my wife, um, because I think the work, what, what takes what takes on the extra work and what is really, really taxing on the mind and body is ensuring that you have to have the apartment that needs to be straight, 
the food needs to be on t- the food needs to be ready and if you're driving around to collect things um you know that that's a lot of of energy and, and, and it takes its toll on you so so having the right staff members in place whether it's friends family whether you pay for it i think is very important and i think it's also about planning for this type of support um the third thing i'll say is at some point in time after maybe a month or two start thinking about how you can set yourself up for success with your family so we've only now started to put together a routine um, an agenda where i have my set of blocks so does my wife so does karen and we can see across the time what are we doing together so for example i just give you a ex- quick example i wake up um super early i'm in the gym from um uh, seven uh, till nine i come back home and i tag team with my um wife she then goes from the gym to nine to eleven i take the kids in that time so this is something which starts to create success when you start to have this in place the fourth thing i'll say is um you'll find that you have to focus more on your first child than the newborn baby. I know that sounds that sounds hard and tough. You then have to focus more on your wife more than the newborn baby in terms of how she's feeling mentally and also physically. So in terms of its order, it's first child, wife, baby, then yourself. Because the baby doesn't know what's going on, right? Um, you come last as a man um, and, that, and that's how it is. And maybe there are some days where there is actually no time for you at all. And that's just how it is. The final thing I'll say um, the final thing I'll say is just sort of a, a tip as a recommendation is to, as best as possible, shut everything off, focus on your family, prioritize your family for the first couple of months, your business, your career opportunities, your wealth opportunities, those phone calls, whatever it may be, can wait because you don't want to be looking back five, 10 years from now saying, I wish I'd spent more time with my family in those early years because your wife needs it. Your first child needs it, especially when you have your second child. Um, so those are some tips I wanted to share. So I hope that was sort of, uh, you know, uh, helpful for anyone that's listening, how I feel, uh, how it feels, why it's a challenge, where you sort of get a sense that it's a challenge, some tips to consider. Um, and as I close, there's only one way for me to close, which is one to thank, first of all, um, my parents, especially my mum, just for that sort of, you know, those, those gold pieces of gems and insights that they give you over the years, it plays a role. Uh, my in-laws also, but I can't thank my wife uh, enough for for just she creates the most the most beautiful experience. I wouldn't have been able to do any of this without her. Um, you know, I always sometimes I think to myself, she's not actually human. I think she's she's something else because I just don't know how she's able to just sort of thrive. You know, when it takes its toll mentally and also physically, and and, and having a child is is um, is yeah, it's just it's just an incredible um, experience. And so, you know, all I do is is just is just the 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 hard labor work, but they have to do you know the thing the things that is actually special. So, um, Lauren, when you listen to this, um, I love you, and and I really really thank you for all your work. Um, it's it's just incredible. So thank you, um, and yeah, to all everyone listening, I, I I hope you've you've taken something from this, and um, I'll I'll catch up with you on the next episode. Take off, take flight.